This week from GNC Week in Review, powered by GeekNewsCentral.com. Quibi shuts down, Verizon Q3 earnings go up, and pay- PayPal brings in cryptocurrency. Those are some of the tech news stories from this week, and it's Friday, October Okay, yeah, October 23rd, 2020. My name is Kirk Cordes along with... And I'm Scott Ertz. And it's episode 74 of the GNC Week in Review podcast, part of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode. We are streaming live at gncweekly.com slash live as well as Facebook Live. So please be sure to say hello in chat or comment. Also be also to be sure to like and subscribe to the GNCWIR channel on YouTube. If you miss a live video, that's okay. You can always catch the replay later. If you are a listener, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast where you can find on the right-hand side column at gncweekly.com, be it Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcast app. You have a comment, be on social media, or email, and those links can all be found at gncweekly.com forward slash connect. Last week, we took a week off, a um, lot, a little bit of late, sorry, light tech news last week. I know the iPhone launch and a few other things, but um, there's still a lot of light tech news. <laughs> it's October, late October, um, holiday season approaching. So, but there's tech news nonetheless. And this was the talk of the Twitters and the talk of the social media. And this was bound to happen. And I we knew this was going to happen. So the top story this week and how many out there remember Go90 and the demise <laughs> several years ago? Well, this demise happened to Quibi. Uh, it is shutting down. This is according to reports from the Wall Street Journal and the information. The Wall Street Journal reports that Quibi co-founder Jeffrey Katzenberg called the startup's investors on Wednesday and tell them that he plans to shutter the platform. Didn't make, isn't Meg Whitman a partner too? So she's the CEO. Oh, okay. That's why I thought, um, okay. I don't know what her ownership stake is. I don't mm. know if she has any, but she's the CEO. So she definitely has oh, okay. a big face, but uh, he is the um, he's the financial liability. Uh, okay. Gotcha. Okay. I was kind of concerned on the, um, okay, because, okay, makes sense. All right. Um, so he... Um, in recent weeks, the company reportedly hired a restructuring firm to advise it. The Wall Street Journal says the firm presented its recommendations to Quibi's board of directors this week. Excuse me. One of the suggestions was that the startup wind down operations. The decision to involve a restricting firm came after the startup reportedly t- tried to find a buyer for its struggling business. So they reached out to, I, from what I understand, Apple didn't want them. NBC Universal didn't want them. They're like... It's a it's a stinking hot pile. <laughs> yeah. So for, there's so many problems here. The first, obviously, is uh, something that Avram and I have been talking about for almost two years, and that is uh, subscription fatigue. Uh, it is right. setting in, and Quibi is, by all accounts, the first real victim of of subscription fatigue people weren't interested in paying for the content especially since the videos 
on average are shorter than the average YouTube, uh, YouTube or Facebook video um, mm-hmm. with the same production quality, but they want mm-hmm. you to pay for it. Um, right. uh, another it problem. About hours a month. Right. But there were what? 11 episodes of, uh, of Reno 911 and I couldn't find anything else that I was interested in. That's not a great, that's not a great position to be in. Um, so the, the second big problem is that they implemented this idea of if you, if you're watching, uh, if, if you watch the, a show upright, it's one way you get one scene. And if you turn it sideways, you get a different scene which sounds like an interesting idea. It obviously means that you would have to watch every episode twice um, (laughs) if you wanted to see everything. Um, But there's a patent on that and they did not license it. So they had a patent infringement lawsuit against them. Add to that, that the idea of the short form video being at maximum 10 minutes was totally designed for killing time while you're waiting for coffee or, or, you know, if you're in a really bad traffic situation or something like that, that's literally what they're, what they were targeting. Um, a run on the treadmill. That's what they were targeting. Hey, guess what? 2020 mm-hmm. hasn't had any of those things. Uh, because, because <laughs> COVID made it so that people couldn't go outside. So right. their, their target, demographic was killed by the lockdown. They had a massive patent infringement lawsuit against them that they were bound to lose. (laughs) And uh, nobody could understand why they would be paying for the content. They should have. I said this before they launched. They should have adopted Peacock's model of uh, three tiers. Uh, a a free a free version for certain content uh with ads uh other high profile content locked behind a a small paywall and then a larger paywall to remove ads that's peacock's business model and and comcast is very happy with how peacock is going right now so oh yeah you know they should have adopted that. that they tried it in australia i don't know why they didn't try it outside of Australia. They should have tried it everywhere Mm. as like a last ditch effort. And they would have discovered that it worked. Mm. Well, I know that go with go 90. I know that they, their whole concept was short form content, but also like you said about the holding the phone, if you guys are watching, you know, that, you know, they would have the, um, you know, they wanted, they wanted to be in a 90 degree angle, the best way to view content, and I, from what I saw, the videos I've seen um, was roughly about 10 minutes in length, except for one show. It was like a reality show based on it's called a runner. It was actually pretty good. Um, but it was, was like maybe one, about. Was that the one where the guy was paid to, to be hunted or something like that? Yeah, that's That was the one. Yeah, it was um, basically the um, it was where it was a group of like eight. It was a group of. It was two pairs. It was a total of eight people, two each, and they were giving clues. And the runner would, um, they would, they would have it would track him or her down. There was there was a female oh, runner, yeah. There was a female runner, and then there was a two male runners, and um, they had different clues to, to find out where that he or she was. Um, 
and they had they were running like live episodes um pre-recorded pre-recorded episodes it was really really good and then um supposedly there's supposed to be quote unquote a you know quote unquote a season two but then and it was only on for the summer of oh wow i think it was like a few, like three or four years ago i can't remember when um and then supposed to have a season two the following year and then go nice shut down after that and matt gotcha. damon was and matt damon was the executive producer of that show interesting yeah so if you if you uh look up on youtube uh it was really good it was a really good episode um i i was i watched it like literally from start to finish and the person the group that that caught the runner at the end um, one, I think it was a million dollars, I think. And then they had a co- contest for fans that, that gave, gave these teams help with clues and they would give them money or bonuses or things like that. It was really, it was heavily interactive, it was very interactive content via like Facebook and Twitter. No, I'm sorry. It was more Twitter than Facebook, okay. but, um, but yes, yeah, so basically what's yeah, good. At, nice. at that point, it would have been like at the height of the, of the, um, watch and interact kind of thing the second screen concept but they were doing it on a single screen exactly 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 got it um but it was um but then like you know like i said they had supposed to be having season two and supposed to have original go 90 and they branded it heavily i mean it was all over every commercial i mean they branded it from and bryson branded it from one instructor to the other of course, they little did. by little, <laughs> exactly. Because when you're trying to launch something like that, you know it's hard. It's hard to succeed. Even then, when it wasn't as crowded of a field as it is today, right? It was still a crowded field. Oh well, and, uh, and the only way to to separate yourself is to be obnoxious for a while, mm-hmm. which is part of what Quibi didn't do. No, right? They they tried like gimmicky things you know the Mm -hmm. the t-mobile tuesdays Mm -hmm. they gave six months for free Mm -hmm. which by the way uh disappeared this week just in time for them to announce that the service was going away Mm -hmm. um but you know and then we see and also they missed all of the important things you know that that could have maybe helped they missed all the important steps um which is a shame because I'm a big fan of Meg Whitman. Um, I think she's a really great leader. I think that she got tricked into a, a service that didn't really stand a chance from the beginning. Um, but I think she's I think she's a good leader, and it for me it's real sad to to see her fail at something like this after you know being presiding over the the largest growth at ebay and then uh helping uh hp fix all of the disasters that the the two idiot ceos back to back (laughs) created Mm -hmm. at hp Mm um you know it sucks to see her do she was apparently um ceo of a telecom company uh possibly frontier at one point before ebay yes Yes, you're right and so was her sister or something Mm -hmm. like that my uncle is apparently obsessed with her and i had no idea until a couple of months ago we mentioned her i'm like what why do you know meg whitman that's the wrong side of the house for you it's like, no she was the ceo of a telecom company oh okay well yeah it was it was fun she's too. even cooler yeah 
Yeah, and also too, but also also with content, NBC put a stake in it by, by providing. I think it was new. Um, it was a weekly news story, news um, news program or something or news stories. Um, um, and they. <clears throat> uh, you frozen? Yeah, you are frozen. Oh, are you frozen? Yeah, you are. Okay. Uh, hopefully. Okay, you're frozen. Oh, there you go. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, so yeah, there was NBC had like um, um, put a lot of um, content allegedly um, in um, putting out content. And I think some other other on not, sixty or on Quibi. On Quibi. Okay. On Quibi. Um, yeah. And then they had. Then they basically was like. Then they had all these. Um, then they were like, okay, what do we do now? And now. You know, now all the NBC content is on, <laughs> including NBC News is on Peacock. So, well, the thing that Quibi is going to do, since they have all of this, these content licenses, they're going to do the same thing that, um, what was that website that Turner owned that failed and then they tried to push oh. everything to other oh. Turner oh. properties? Oh. Oh. Um, I know which I, I can't and, remember top my tongue. And, super, my tongue. and super Jail ended up on Adult Swim because that was from that website. That's <sighs> that's the same thing that's going to happen here. They're going to desperately try to find new homes for mm -hmm. for the content that they've already, you know, there's already contracts on. You know, right. Reno nine one one. Yeah, there were only like ten episodes on the platform, but mm. I think they agreed to like three seasons. Mm. Uh, so so there's more that exists in contract so right. they're going to try and sell that off obviously reno 911 will will go to go back to comedy central <laughs> for sure there's no doubt in my mind that mm -hmm. they will want that back but um that's right now the technology is worthless mm -hmm. because there's a patent infringement suit on it mm. um that is technically still active and may not go away with the shuttering of the company. <laughs> um, they're going to try, they're going to give back out of the one point. Here's a number for you out of the $1.8 billion and in investment that Quibi has received. They have 380 million left. <laughs> How couldn't tell you could not begin to tell you but that's all the money they have left that they're going to try and return back to the investor wow way <laughs> oh, then obviously gee. they'll sell hardware they'll sell office space they'll sell, you know they're mm -hmm. this is going this is going to be a, a fire sale kind of liquidation type thing they're going to look for every penny Honest to God, if Hilco's not involved in this, I would be surprised. <laughs> this, is, this is like a staple shutting down. This is ridiculous how right. they're going to try and find every penny they can. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. And uh, was the show notes, the show title that you'll see in the episode feed, uh, rest in peace. Um, or, or, <laughs> or the image that we tweeted out. Um, right. On and a, I'm not going to mention it. <laughs> on a, on a semi-funny note, um, when Katzenberg told the staff that the company was shutting down, he recommended that they go listen to a song from the Trolls movie. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so 
Yeah. To say that the company was weird would be an understatement. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Well, speaking of Go90 and Verizon. <laughs> oh, that was at 90, not 60. Sorry. My bad. Right. Right. Um, Verizon on Wednesday announced what it has called, quote, strong third quarter earnings. It's thanking to its growth to its wireless phone business and Fias home internet service. That was inevitable. Mm-hmm. Of course. Um, they reported an earnings per share of a dollar five a quarter, down from analyst estimates of one point, I'm sorry, a dollar twenty-four according to Yahoo Finance, who of course Verizon owns, <laughs> or the parent company of <laughs> on an adjusted non-gap basis, the company uh, says that its EPS was a dollar twenty-five, beating analyst expectations with reported earnings per share being active being impacted roughly five cents because of COVID-19, as well as a, quote, net pre-tax charge of about $1.1 billion related to a market-to-market adjustment, market-to-adjustment for pension liabilities. Revenue for the quarter was $31.5 billion, short of estimates $31.6 billion, with the drop being partially blamed on, quote, lower customer activity and the timing of certain device launches, um, they also add Verizon Wireless <laughs> um, do also added 283,000 postpaid net postpaid net smartphone users for the quarter. Now a postpaid net user means these users pay their bills at the end of the month. Uh, Verizon's Fios um, home band broadband business saw its highest internet additions in support quarter 2014 with 144 net additions. The Fios 144,000. Right. 144,000 net additions. Because if 144 net additions was the best they had done since 2014, mm-hmm. it's no wonder they've been selling off certain cities. <laughs> exactly right, and pretty much the. Um, I know for once it's the it was the the East Coast. Now it's only Jersey, PA, Delaware, Virginia, and New York, and that's it. Um, the Fios unit did, however, see 61,000 customers cut its cable TV service. And I think and I knew the reason why is because no one wants to spend an absorbent amount of money for the phone and internet. I mean, TV and internet, they just want to core cut. Yeah. So that's why the I think the internet um, editions kind of, um, I guess they kind of uh, compensated for it or. You see yeah. it. You see some people, you know, because Verizon has, you know, Fios has some some market uh, crossover, not a lot, but some market crossover with AT&T and AT&T mm-hmm. just shut down DSL. So that sent people comparing. Right. And so some people would have switched uh, if they're going to go fiber. They've got the choice between AT&T and Verizon. Some people are going to switch. Um, but you've also got people who are coming from, you know, they're like, all right, well, I've got the cheapest cable internet right now. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to get a faster one, because now I'm working from home, my kids are doing school from home. I'm, you know, somebody's downstairs watching Netflix. You know, it, if we're going to do all that, obviously our little, you know, $20 a month cable isn't going to work. I'm going to cut, cut um, it. Right. So let's look at other internet subscription, or, uh, other internet providers and, you know, Fios. Being fiber means that you've got the the asymmetrical, symmetrical, right. the one where it's one pipe, one pipe, right? <laughs> um, 
So, you know, your up can be really good when you're doing uh, conference calls. Your down can be really good when you're doing uh, when you're doing Netflix. Yeah, I can see a lot of people switching to Fios right now uh, while they're in the home all the time. So that makes sense. But I also can see I don't honestly I don't mind waiting until the next day to watch things from TV. Same here. So so $12 for for ad-free Hulu versus, you know, $40, $60 for cable. Mm -hmm. I literally, honestly, I literally cut my, my cable subscription down to the, uh, to the locals plus 10, like a la carte thing, Mm -hmm. because all I wanted was FX so I could watch Archer. (gasps) Oh, I got to put that later. Oh, and and that's it. I, Mm -hmm. It's the only station that I watch, so I get it for like ten bucks a month. I can I do that. Archer. I love Archer. And see, if it was me, and if it was me alone, see, I have a family. Um, I so all I have, I have TV and internet. But if it was me, I'm like, get rid of this. I mean, get, I because I have, I have Hulu, Amazon Prime, Netflix. What else do I have? CBS, uh, CBS All Access, which is part of Prime. Um, so if I would be able to convince my wife and my mom to get a fire tv stick or a roku a roku stick i'll be a happy puppy i i just i mean i and, I, and like you i watch things day after you know with every episode yeah, you know i you know and also too where i live here in new jersey in hamilton not only there's i have fires here but also we have comcast and altis or optimum which they which personal opinion they suck <laughs> and you know and the good thing is that there's a lot of communities that don't have that choice where it's basically one and that's it whereas I, where i'm at you know i can i can get comcast a good deal comcast or i can get a good deal with, with optimum but i decided to go with fires because you know it's better better quality but um i i had never heard of the optimum brand name it's, it's cablevision it's yeah. cablevision yeah yeah of course they suck. Cable vision has always sucked. <laughs> can't put a can't put a splashy name and a and an Uber ripoff <laughs> logo on the company and make it something other than cable vision. Sorry. Right. And, and back in the day, and this is showing my age, and I think if people that are watching live or um, know this, the people that I that I know live in my area know the company originally was called TK TKR Cable. Many years ago, we're talking late seventies, early eighties. That's what Cablevision grew out of was TKR Cable. Okay. Oh, and the public access show, hilarious. <laughs> that sounds like most people. Most people here would have no idea that what is today Spectrum used to be Paragon Cable. Right. Oof, oof. That's bad. But yeah, that's. But I mean, but it's like. But as far as like, I noticed the the shift um, when I'm watching the news or cnbc and i keep an eye on tech tech companies uh, and and telco companies it's amazing how the the shift back in the day where it was like literally three you know you have your home phone internet and tv now it's shifted more where it's tv and internet now more and more you know pandemic exclu- ex- pandemic aside but a lot of people are are, are cord cutting and the, the mm-hmm. increase of uh yeah internet ads have gone up instead of back in the day where it's just been less. 
Mm-hmm. All right. All right. All right. In other news this week, PayPal has joined the cryptocurrency market on Wednesday. Again. Rejoin. Again. Rejoin. Again, really? Okay. You used to be able to make payments and stuff with Bitcoin on PayPal for about a year and a half. And they're like, ah, we're done with this. Huh. So okay. they're back. Welcome right. back, guys. <laughs> you you used to be able to pay with Bitcoin on the Microsoft Store website. And that went away, too. Oh, okay. Well, this is new to me. <laughs> Every, right? this reported, but, this was done. but now we're starting to see companies come back now that the market has stabilized. <laughs> when when hour to hour you didn't know the price of what a coin was going to be worth and it didn't matter whether it was bitcoin or ethereum or whatever you know mm-hmm. we're, we were watching bitcoin do all kinds of weird stuff if you're trying to make payments like paypal is uh mm-hmm. through fiat currency well mm-hmm. by the time you make the payment it may not be worth the same thing that was not a good business to be in. well let me ask this scott do, is is crypto is crypto more relevant a lot more now? Because I don't see, I don't really use crypto. I don't, I mean, I use PayPal, you know, and I use debit card, you know, and I try to use my pay, like do our online payments and everything like that. But is cryptocurrency and A, is that, is it one, is it relevant? And two, why would, is PayPal looking for a more, more revenue, a, a different revenue stream or adding more revenue stream so there's a lot to unpack there let's start mm. with the relevancy of cryptocurrencies um okay. i had a conversation yesterday with um with a a guy who is an honest to god expert in the field and uh, we were talking about how you know the mania has calmed down and anytime there's mania, you have fear. Um, you have excitement, but you have fear because that's what mm-hmm. mania is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, within a matter of weeks, the price of of uh, of Bitcoin was both twenty thousand dollars per coin and eight thousand dollars per coin. Mm-hmm. You cannot make a business in, in that without fear and craziness. Um, today, right. things have stabilized um, and. Even governments are starting to realize that trying to control a fiat currency is not going to be the long-term thing. Mm. There's literally a cryptocurrency conversation happening within um, the U.S. government. Um, There are, what, three South American countries that have uh, eliminated their physical fiat currency in favor of a cryptocurrency. Now, in one case, it was because they were trying to manipulate the value of their currency, but that's a whole different thing. Um, So yes, it's becoming relevant. Maybe not necessarily in the United States because our currency is fairly stable. Um, But, you know, if you look at uh, places in, you know, Central Africa or um, the former Soviet bloc, uh, Ukraine, Kazakhstan, you know, countries like that um, where, you know, Belarus, Belarus is a great example. At one point they had to chop six zeros off the end of their currency value uh, because inflation was so insane. But if you have a currency that's not based on a single government, a single uh, economy, it's what they tried to do with the Euro. But again, that was a centrally controlled thing. And so problems arise. You know, Mm -hmm. if you have, 
if you're not based on a single economy, a single country, um, you don't have the problems of small control inflation like poor Belarus had where a wheelbarrow full of cash got you a loaf of bread and that is not hyperbole. Mm. Um, you know, so yes, is it is it a big deal in the United States? No, there are some people who are big into it, but you know, our, our currency is fairly stable, mm -hmm. um, but cryptocurrency is definitely the way things are going. So why is PayPal getting involved again? Right. Because international payments through a cryptocurrency mm. are easy to do. They require no uh, international wire fee. <laughs> they mm. are currently not uh, monitored and maintained by the FTC or the SEC. <laughs> there mm -hmm. are all kinds of, of big and they're not traceable. Um, they're legally, you do have to declare them, but they're not uh, traceable like an international wire transfer would be. So okay. there's a lot of reasons why why this is starting to, to pick up again and mm -hmm. a lot of reasons why PayPal would want to be involved again. Okay. All right. That's, now that, it, now that it's it. stabilized, it, it's a safe place to be. But if somebody mm -hmm. pays $20 through PayPal using cryptocurrency. And by the time the transaction is complete, it's only worth 11. Well, PayPal's out that nine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so they didn't want to be involved in that. I don't blame them at all. Mm -hmm. I got at, I have, I've done cryptocurrency investing and stuff. Um, and I got out of it during that time because it was totally unpredictable. Okay. I never really, I've, you know, I, was I mean I knew of it no I do know of it but I just didn't think that it was a more you know I don't know if it's in the mainstream a lot more now than it was before you know and I'm just curious like with um and it, you know it was reported with um reported that um uh you mentioned about the um about the global use uh hoping they're use hoping they are hoping that it will encourage global use of virtual coins and um, prepare its uh, network for neutral digital currencies. Um, and they're looking how to see that they can think of all forms of digital currencies and how that how they can play a role in it. So, without being regulated, mm -hmm. which is which was one of their problems. You know, at the time right. when they were involved, the first time <laughs> governments were starting to try and put their fingers into cryptocurrency. Um, because they saw it as a threat. Now they see it as an inevitability, and so things are changing. Um, and, you know, governments try to squash threats and try to embrace inevitabilities. Um, so we've gone from threat to inevitability at this point. In most, most of the world, the EU still sees it as a threat, but most mm -hmm. of the rest of the world sees it as, as this fantastic way to avoid localized massive inflation mm. which you know is is huge so i i can see them being involved um and they're not just doing bitcoin which is important um right. they are interested in talking with with countries about implementing their uh their digital currencies whether right. they be fiat or or um, proper crypto. Um, I think that's an important an important thing for them. They're not just leaning into one. They they want to to discuss with countries and issuers and everybody uh, how they can participate. Which 
having somebody as big as PayPal with their name hmm. involved will will help. They were supposed to be involved in the Facebook disaster. Hmm. Um, right. uh, that was going to be their like re-entry into cryptocurrency, and that you know fell yeah, apart. That did, like yeah, that didn't work out. Pile it was. <laughs> yeah, I remember that was reported. I think Todd reported it, or when I was work reported it. This was, I think, was it last year? I think it was. No, I actually it was beginning of this year. I think it was beginning of that this it started year. Started to fall about. Started to fall apart. Well, no. Well, that the initial well, it started to fall apart a week after they announced it. Right. Yeah. It was. Yeah. They. Yeah. It was announced, and then they're like, "What? That's okay." <laughs> Yeah, I think I think the original announcement was in 2018. Yeah, I think and, yeah, you're right. It started, I think it, was... it started to collapse honestly like 2 weeks later because um 3 of the 23 founding partners uh left within like 14 days. Yeah, I think it was 20 <laughs> I think it was late yeah, it was late 2018 they would report about that and then it then it fell apart soon after. <laughs> yeah. All right. In in video gaming news with the upcoming PS5, Sony has confirmed on its PlayStation blog that the console will come with pre, will come will come if I get the words out will come preloaded with streaming apps. This includes Apple TV Plus, Disney Plus, Spotify, Netflix, Twitch, and YouTube for subscription-based streaming services like Apple TV Plus, Disney Plus, Netflix. You will have to need to get a subscription to access the content. Sony also notes that there will be a new media remote that will make it easier for users to navigate the streaming, different streaming apps and services, control media playback, and also launch directly into those apps thanks to the dedicated buttons. Unfortunately, it does not appear that those dedicated buttons can be repurposed, at least not at launch, mm -hmm. which is a shame because... It would be real nice to take that Apple TV Plus button and reprogram it for Hulu, which I know is not a launch title, but still. <laughs> right. Um, then the other side, Microsoft has teased a Chromecast-style dongle for xCloud. It's a video game, video game streaming service that currently comes bundled with Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. In the interview with Trajectory, and this was also reported by The Verge, Xbox chief, uh, Xbox chief Phil Spencer says, quote, I think you're going to see lower price hardware as part of our ecosystem when you think about streaming sticks and other things that somebody might want to just go into play, just plug into the TV and play and go play via xCloud. Absolutely. Then he added, um, you can also you can imagine us even having something that we include we just included in the Game Pass subscription that gives you that gave you an ability to stream xCloud games to TV and buying the controller. And I think that they're like calling out Sony, like, okay, you want to go there? Well, here's this. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm I'm a Game Pass Ultimate subscriber. Send me that device right now. <laughs> I would, oh my God, that would be fantastic. I would, I'd, I'd love that because then you don't have to have necessarily have, you know, a physical Xbox in every room. Even if you were to use the, the, the uh, console streaming capability uh, through, through the system off of the, the Xbox one or the series, uh, you could literally just have a little dongle somewhere, use your Xbox controller and play in another room. 
I've hooked my phone to a TV. It absolutely works. <laughs> but <laughs> not having to hook my phone to a TV would be a nice uh, a nice change on that. It's There was no doubt, I think, in anybody's mind when, when xCloud was announced that this was coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anybody who didn't see this coming was not paying attention to what was happening. Um, this is this is the casual version of the Xbox. You know the the third tier of Xbox: the X, the S, the Cloud. Mm-hmm. And that's why, again, you know they're calling out. You know, call, basically calling out Sony, and also it's it's very where they're also saying that they're more their their consoles more cheaper than Already. Sony. right, exactly. So they're like, well, basically they're going to say, well, okay, well we're going to like you know be a um, be a you know over top device, you know, but then you know, but uh, but but basically you know, Sony's like say like excuse me, Microsoft is basically okay, we got. We got gaming, but we're also going to add things. They've been doing that for God knows the past few years, right? Where they added, they'll put content. You can stream video or, excuse me, services on Xbox. So it's like that's nothing well, you new. Can, you can install almost almost any Windows 10 app if it's built correctly. Uh, exactly. You can install it on an Xbox One. Right. Exactly. So you know. So basically, <laughs> I just like I love this battle between Microsoft and Sony. It's fascinating. And it really and, you is. Know, in in the past, you know the 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 360 and the PS3, the Xbox One and the the PS4, mm-hmm. um, mostly took the same that that generation of gaming mostly took the same path, right? right. It's we've got one console, it it plays our games, we both have exclusives. Microsoft made a big deal about media. PlayStation ended up starting to make a big deal about media, although they never got the buy-in that Microsoft did on that generation. The PS4, we have a console, it has media, it has mm-hmm. games. Some, yep. We both have exclusives. Mm-hmm. We both have trophies we, or uh, achievements. Yeah. <laughs> this generation, the companies are diverging in such a fascinating way. Sony is, is basically saying business as usual. Mm-hmm. We have a console... We have games, we have right. media, some exclusives. Right. Um, and Microsoft is saying, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. You can buy an Xbox console and play our games in the best quality possible. Right. But if you don't want that, if you're not worried about the best picture quality possible, if you're looking for a cheap way in to still play AAA titles, here's this $39 puck, this $49 puck, that you can plug into your TV mm-hmm. or if you want to play on your Android phone or you want to play on your laptop or your tablet or your anything, honest to God, other than an Apple device, anything mm-hmm. um, here it is. Go enjoy it. We don't care where you want to use it. Just enjoy the games. It is a very, very different mindset. It's a very yep. different mindset for Microsoft. It's definitely the Satya Nadala, uh, Microsoft mm-hmm. um, of wherever you are, so are we, uh, which is definitely Satya's change to Microsoft and certainly not Steve Ballmer. Um, oh, certainly not Steve Ballmer. No, no, 
<laughs> the guy who wouldn't release Office for iPad because it hadn't come out for Windows 8 yet. <sighs> um, moron. I love Bomber. Love Bomber, by the way, but that was such a stupid decision. Right. <laughs> Cost him his job. Anyway, this is Satya's Microsoft, and yeah. I'm on board with it. Uh, I live in the in the wherever you are, so are we world. I my day job is writing software using Microsoft technology for Android and iOS. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, so, you're deeply deep in you're I know you are, are in the full full on Microsoft ecosystem, full on you know, twenty four seven. So all right, very good. All right. Speaking of Netflix, um, Netflix reported its earnings for three Q of twenty twenty after the bell on Tuesday. The company fell short of analyst estimates on earnings per share and global paid net subscriber additions, but exceeded expectations on revenue. Shares fell more than six percent during after hours trading. A couple of breakdowns of the numbers: um, earnings per share, a dollar seventy-four versus. $2.14 expected, according to Refinitive Consensus Estimate. Revenue, $6.44 billion versus $6.38 billion expected, according to Refinitive. And global paid net subscriber additions, this is also according to, this is according to FactSet, $2.20 million versus $3.5757 million expected. Uh, Netflix said in its letter to shareholders that the slowed subscriber growth was largely expected in the same quarter last year. Netflix added 6.8 million subscribers, though this time it's dealing with the fallout of the global pandemic. The company attributed to slow growth due to growth to its, quote, record first half results. The stock was considered a good buy early in the pandemics as stay-at-home orders left consumers looking for ways to fill their time. Netflix VP of Investor Relations Spencer Wang warned investors not to put much not, not to put not to put wow <laughs> my tongue tied again not to put too much weight on the subscribers numbers. Um, he said in the recording recorded earnings interview, "quote We just really don't look over over focus over a nine day period." And just to give you an example, if the quarter was forty hours longer, we would have come in slightly above our guidance forecast. Um, he also um, the executives, excuse me, executives also wrote in their letter to shareholders to say the pandemic and its impact continues to make productions very uncertain. But as the world hopefully recovers in 2021, we would expect our growth to revert back to levels similar to pre-COVID. Um, <laughs> well, and also too, they're also even reported that they're not offering no longer offering free trials. <laughs> they don't need to. There's right. a certain point where. Everybody is, has taken advantage of their free trial at this point. Mm-hmm. I know I have. <laughs> yeah. Um, so just to put all of this, all of these numbers into perspective for everybody, um, uh, month over month, the stock price is up um, 73 versus 85. So uh, it's it's up $13 a share. So what's that? Uh Almost three percent month over month. Yes, it took a drop from five twenty-five um, right before the announcement down to uh, four eighty-eight at close of business today. Um, which I mean, that's a big that's a big drop. But today is still well above where it was exactly a month ago. So 
investors are still confident in the company. And I mean, when you're talking about share prices in the four to $500 range, a 6% flux sounds like a lot of, um, sounds like a lot of money. Um, but it's still only 6% and they're, they're still up. So that, that makes sense because you know, the, They've, they've had a lot of ups and downs over the quarter. They've had a lot of ups and downs over the year, but year to date, they're almost double <laughs> their stock mm-hmm. price. So they're still, they're still in good position. <laughs> so, and, and like, like they said, you know, they, or like we were saying earlier in the show, you know, this is a, this is a good time for them with with so many people being home obviously you know the number of of paid ads uh, um additions uh new subscribers was down a little bit uh but still way above what it would have been if it wasn't this year right right and i and i have i have netflix and i could be honest like the the movies i mean i'm sorry the series you recommended to me <laughs> i'm i'm still not, i'm still like getting caught up on 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 other stuff on <laughs> cbs all access and what and hulu so you know also archer which i have to get my get that caught up as well so um but and and more and more as netflix is adding over to and i just got the notification about it um, I think it was last week. Um, they're adding more and more content this month. David Letterman's bring coming out with a new 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 season. Um, a second batch of uh, Unsolved Mysteries uh, hit this week, mm-hmm. which is not Unsolved Mysteries. For anybody who hasn't watched it yet, it's not Unsolved Mysteries. It is just no. it is it's just Dateline with a different name on it. It's very different. It's not even Dateline because there's not a host. It's mm-hmm. it's. Tiger King with a different name on it. <laughs> it's just a docu-series. It's not like the original Unsolved Mysteries where the host cared about what he was doing. Right. But yeah, and- they're interesting stories nonetheless. Right. <laughs> Still fascinating stuff. Yeah, and so Netflix has been growing in leaps and bounds um, over the over the years. And, you know, we're back in the day initially was when it was like some of the movies you watched, they're like, you haven't heard of them and are really like just <laughs> i never seen some of these movies before and a lot of them are foreign content but now they but they've been grown you know with these special comedy specials and um uh designate designate survivor i wish they picked that up again for the fourth season but you know okay whatever um, i thought they had wasn't the fourth season no, the fourth season. I'm sorry, they had the fourth. The fourth season was on Netflix. Supposedly, yeah. they were going to. You're right. Then they were supposed to add the fifth season, but apparently Netflix said no, and they're shopping around. So, oh, so disappointed. So I've been keeping my eye on keeping an oh, eye on that yeah. because it's a great TV show. Maybe not. No, it was season three. Season three is okay. where I gave up on it. Okay. Oh, I couldn't get through it. <sighs> I liked it. I, I season. I liked well, it. I liked seasons one and two. Three seemed like a different show with the same actors. <laughs> well, that and also they also they were adding in you know the uh, profanity heavily, <laughs> just because they could. I, right. 
people liked the show because it was the show. Don't change everything about it. Speaking mm -hmm. of. <laughs> and that brings into in, in video, other video news. Who remembers the Ani Animaniacs? <laughs> show of hands that's watching on live or, or listening. Um, so Hulu has picked up um, for uh, picked up Animatex. I'm going to pull up the live video right now. I can multitask here. There we go. All right. Yes, Animatex are back. And if you're watching, I'm not playing the audio because one, StreamYard is not allowing audio, and two, I don't want to get this taken down. <laughs> so they are they are back. Um, um, ish, ish, Yakko, Wacko, and Dot. Um, there and are Pinky and the Brain, and Pinky and Brain, absolutely. And in the trailer that you're watching on live video right now, they're uh, happily signing, selling out to signing a contract to uh, to you to Hulu. Um, they're returning to their tower, um, Winterbar's tower. And also trying to catch up on everything, um, including the internet and social media. So I, I loved. I I have to admit. I mean, I was was it more of a seventies? I'm a seventies baby, not a nineties baby, but <laughs> I loved watching the show when it came on. Oh, it was great. I First am, was on. I am a big fan of of Animaniacs. Mm. Long time viewers of of F Five Live. Uh, know that Rob Paulson and Maurice LaMarche, uh, Pinky and the Brain, have been on the show. Um, we've stayed in contact. Uh, and I'm super excited conceptually about the return of An Animaniacs. Mm -hmm. My problem is I'm very happy that all of the original, the, the four main voice actors are back. Mm -hmm. um, what I don't like is that none of the creative team are back. Hulu did not invite any of the writers, any of the producers or the creators of the show back. And that bothers me because just, just like designated survivor moving to Netflix, the tone is different already. It is already a different show with the same characters. Um, if you, if you have seen the the trailers, uh, you'll you'll pick up that the tone is very different, um, which is a shame because people liked the show because it was the show. <laughs> changing the tone, changing kind of the the surrounding stuff uh, might make it a problem. Now, am I going to watch it? Of course I am because I'm going to support Rob and Maurice. Uh, <laughs> Um, and because I've always liked the characters, particularly Pinky and the Brain. Um, oh, yeah. But, but I do hate that basically none of the creative team is back. Um, so it's going to be it's going to be a different show. And everybody needs to know that um, the the original executive producer uh, and one of the creators of the show has already said uh, that trailer that you just ran. Uh, he said that it was it was overly meta and too crass uh, about themselves, which I agree. I didn't like that trailer. Now the, the Jurassic park trailer. Perfect. <clears throat> totally what I'm looking for out of Animaniacs, but I worry that it's going to be more like the money grubbing version of the trailer versus the Jurassic park version. 
Well, we'll see what happens. So don't so don't judge just yet. <laughs> nope. I'm gonna watch it. I'm still excited about it. When they announced it I in 2018, too. I got excited about it because uh, <laughs> it is one of my favorite shows of all time, which is why we went out of our way to make sure that both uh Rob and Mo had been on the show many, many years ago. I think it was a decade ago. Uh, I think it was October of 2010. Oh my God. I've been doing this so long. Uh, it is to this day. It is still my favorite interview that we've ever done. I've, I've got 3000 something episodes under my belt uh, and 13 years of this. And that is still my favorite interview. Well, I'm looking for, I'm looking forward to it as well. So the, um, the it'll re, it will release on Hulu on November twentieth. We'll have 13, uh, 13 episodes, and the second season um, is expected to be in twenty twenty one. So I'm looking forward to it. To again, I have to put that on, on my binge count, binge watch, uh, <laughs> binge watching. That's going to be one of those shows like uh, like oh, I'm wearing the shirt like Stranger Things, um, <laughs> where I will be up waiting for the episodes to drop. Mm. I'm fully aware of it because <laughs> I'm still super excited about it uh, in hopes that it will still manage to maintain itself. Well, we'll see. All right. In other video streaming news, uh, we're going to go to multitask here. Okay. Um, over on whoop, wrong tab. Okay. There we go. Nope. 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 I just had it. It's from CNET. Okay. There it is. Okay. Thank you. Okay. All right. <laughs> I had the wrong tab open. Okay. Over on, this is all from, this will be in the show notes on jeansweekly.com. Um, speaking of Hulu and Hulu uh, was coming to Hulu besides Animaniacs. Um, Obviously and- Huluween is coming to an end <laughs> at the end of October. And so new stuff will be coming. Right. I think I just saw Rick and Morty season four. Yes, you did. Um, three ninjas. Uh, Ultimate yeah. Thanksgiving challenge. <laughs> Don't you wonder what that is? God only knows. <laughs> three ninjas. I heard you say it, and it just occurred to me. That was one of my brother's favorite movies when he was a kid. He was obsessed with that movie. <laughs> I'd forgotten about it until just now. <laughs> huh. All right. All right. Big Daddy. All right. Big Daddy. The original Blair Witch Project. Mm-hmm. The original Born films. Which I have to, I think I only saw the Born Out to Me. I think I have to see the other two. I hadn't seen them. Um, the Expendables. All three of them. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, Johnny Mnemonic. That was, a, that was a weird movie. Yeah. That was a weird movie. <laughs> Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Little Giants. That was another one of my brother's favorite movies when he was little. Interesting. Hmm. A lot of um, the Bond 1998 movie. Lost in Space movie, which is fascinating considering Netflix has the rights to modern Lost in Space. I love it when that happens. <laughs> I love it when that happens. And you're like, how? How? How did this happen? Why? Like, wh- why is. Uh, like, why did Hulu have uh, Full House and uh, Netflix was the creator of the spinoff? Mm. <laughs> Always so weird to me. 
So there's some good stuff coming to Hulu. Yeah. Um, November 3rd, A Good Doctor, season four premiere. Uh, this is on Netflix now or Hulu? No, oh, sorry. Now. Hulu. Oh. No, it's Hulu. Okay. I was okay. trying to make sure I was trying to move the tabs around. So oh my god, that was that was just the list of stuff coming on the first. Yep. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yep. Okay. See, that's what that's what I missed. That that's just the stuff from the first. Holy cow. Yep. Sweeney Todd. Yep. Thunderball. A lot of Bond movies. Wow. Wait. I'd get caught up on my Bond movies as well. I watched them. Um, they must have just gotten the the catalog they must have gotten access to the catalog all right all right so there's a lot of stuff coming lots of lots of coming to h uh to hulu excuse me okay what's new on hbo max in november 2020 um anything to entice me over yet Uh, let's see um i don't i don't know (laughs) not yet although all the uh all the stuff oh. from uh, DC Universe moving over to HBO Max might be the thing that finally pushes me that way. Yeah, I'm not uh, all the, some of these movies I've seen already, and I'm not really Cruel Intentions. That's another one of those movies I forgot existed. <laughs> um, some of these movies dark, are, for me are dark bad. Night. <laughs> dark. There's some old stuff coming. Yeah, David, David Copperfield, 1935, and uh, I saw something else from 1938. I don't remember what it was now, but they've got some old stuff. 1955, East of Eden. Mm. All right. So Christmas. <laughs> well, all right. So a Flintstone Christmas is going to be on uh, HBO Max, and and Charlie Brown is going to be on Apple TV Plus sadness free willy oh another one of his favorites i didn't care about any of these by the way yeah it's it's interesting that it's like all of my brother's favorites guys and dolls well i don't know that that'll be enough to get me over to hbo max but (laughs) jason goes to hell series Jason. <laughs> my daughter my daughter we were driving home driving from uh driving home earlier to get something to eat and um my, my daughter was asking me mommy how many halloween movies there are she goes i don't know two of them the first two are good and the other one was bad <laughs> yeah uh, anytime anytime something like that ends up in space you know that the shark has been jumped <laughs> right all right, so moving right along into the into that uh yeah, one oh good, the mask. <laughs> how many times how many times that movie's been airing? I mean, that's been on like every practically every network including HBO for like God knows how long. Well, since so, 1994. Well, maybe 95. Right. <laughs> right. Oh right. my goodness. Still All not right. enough to entice me over. All right. All right, well, let's go to Netflix. <laughs> yeah. What's new coming to Netflix in November? All right. Um, November 1st, Boys in the Hood, Casper. Some of these movies I haven't really. Little Monsters. Nope, Monsters. Well, I, I was. Uh, uh, Ocean's Eleven. Don't you wonder which one? Right. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for letting us know right. which one. Paul Blart Mall Cop. That if movie you, was stupid. <laughs> if you need 90 minutes of pure stupid, <laughs> there it is. Exactly. 
My point, my my thought exactly. School days. The Indian in the cupboard. Okay. Not that anybody my age didn't see it every year through basically all of middle school, but again, ditto. <laughs> the next karate kid. Oh. oh. The re the reboot on um the reboot on oh, I don't know if you've seen it, but it's Oh well, okay. That's a whole different story altogether. Um, I have never some of these movies. I never see. This is what I'm talking about. I and don't. Now and now we're getting into the Christmas stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Paranormal, right? There's definitely a market for that. Hmm. There's not a lot of exciting stuff coming. No, there, no, there's Netflix not in November, is there? <laughs> no, there's not. Wow. Yeah, this is really. Only the reality, the, the series that. Um... Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Whoop. Survivor seasons 20 and 28. What? Don't you wonder if are 21 through 27 already on there? Are they <laughs> never coming? Are we skipping them? What? It's so weird to see 20 and 28. Yeah. Well, I have that on that all. I see that's all access. So. <laughs> 28. Because they just did 40, didn't they? Yeah, they yeah, they did. Okay, so they yeah, just did season 40. Why are 20 and 28 <laughs> coming to Netflix now? Sorry. Yeah, that, have, that, no, that's all right. I have no, to no, do no. this. No, 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 it's okay. <laughs> I have to go look. I have to go on Netflix right now okay. and look okay. and see how weird this actually is because that's okay. bonkers. <laughs> you may continue. Okay, <laughs> okay. I well, will report uh, back. While he's doing that, okay, we're going to some of these. All right, some of these movies: Alien, Christmas. Oh no, I'm sorry, Alien. And it's if you're watching the live video, and it's for audio. If you're on audio, if you're listening on audio, Alien X M A S. Okay, okay, Don't... I'm about to make this more interesting. Uh-oh. A search for Survivor on Netflix returns nothing. <laughs> Designated Survivor is the only result. With the word survivor in it. They don't have any of it. So 20 and 28? What? (laughs) Oh, because I forgot. It's Hulu that has them, not Netflix. Exactly. So that's even weirder. And even then, not all of them. Most of them are on CBS All Access. But 20 and 28, that's so bonkers. That is bonkers. So let's, well, this is some. Now I have to go look at Hulu. Oh, boy. (laughs) They have 20 and 28. I, no, actually, I think Hulu up until they have everything up to 27, I believe. I may be, I might be wrong because I, I believe. All right. So let's move on to the last <laughs> was streaming on video. No, they're up for 34. And. Oh, okay. Including 20 and 28. Including 20 and 28. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. <laughs> Lastly, in uh, what's, what's on streaming video, um, the best movies to watch on Disney Plus for Christmas. And this is from this is from um, CNET that's, that's recommending these, and I have to wonder why. <laughs> but Iron Man 3. Iron Man 3. I mean, it's a good movie. I don't know how Christmassy it is, but okay. Mm-hmm. Frozen one and two. That would okay, be at least the... it takes place in the cold. <laughs> there we go. Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Yep, I watch that every year. The classic. Mm-hmm. 
Chronicles of Narnia. Okay. I I get it. <laughs> um a little weird, but I get it. Right. While you were sleeping is a Christmas movie. Right. Home Alone. Absolutely. Yep. He's 40 now. And he's scary looking too. <laughs> he definitely looks like a fat Thor. <laughs> Nightmare Before Christmas. That one will work. Because everybody mm. needs a little bizarro world Tim Burton in their Christmas. <laughs> right. <laughs> the Santa Claus. Plus. Interestingly, also a, a brother favorite. Mm-hmm. We're bringing up a lot of memories with your with your with your brother. Yeah. Uh, Muppet Christmas Carol. Carol. Okay. Yep. And that brings us to the end of that. Brings that brings the end. Okay. <laughs> so, I agree with most of those. Yep. There were a couple at the top that were a little strange. <laughs> In particular, uh, Iron Man three. <laughs> Right, which like, I don't. Again, this is for record. Uh, if you goes watching this live video, this is CNET's uh, article, their recommendation. So you know, take it with uh, take it with a grain of salt. You know. <laughs> All right, and over on this is on how to help. Do you need help with your tech this week? Over on theverge.com, all the ways to turn your phone or camera into a webcam. So you can use your iPhone, Android, DSLR, or mirrorless to monitor your home, uh, or if you're on Zoom, working from home, or with friends. Which, so. which until recently, was a really important thing to be able to do because you couldn't buy a webcam from anybody. It seems right. that Razer's uh, webcam is back in stock. So we've got quality webcams again, but yep. still, still a good situation. I wish I could turn my studio camera camera into a webcam but that's a whole different <laughs> yeah and hopefully when um i got some space i'm gonna definitely because he scott recommended getting my canon camera so hopefully i'm gonna use that um get that done when things get a little better okay and over on makeuser.com six websites to watch the best tv commercials and print ads of all time huh there is and i it's an interesting listicle to put together right Mm -hmm. because i mean i go out of my way to spend extra money on hulu to not watch ads (laughs) so the idea that there are enough services that exist to allow me to watch just ads in Mm -hmm. my spare time that there is a listicle about it is odd (laughs) (laughs) but you know pulling you know do you help with your tech um segment you know, there's ways, you know, on best deals and tricks and things like that. Sure. You know, but, you know, but makeups.com, I have to say, I'm not, you know, not not sponsoring this episode or this <laughs> this podcast, but, you know, pulling story, pulling the segment, you know, for our podcast, but also Geekman Central, you know, there things are helpful ways to, you know, to check out and if it helps you, the listener and, and or the viewer, you know, even better. And I, and I, there's some of the things that I saw on here that I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool, you know, and I'll, I'm going to bookmark it and I already bookmarked it for my personal use. <laughs> well, I'm definitely, I'm definitely aware of ads of the world. Um, okay. They're the ones that, that uh, run the uh, Super Bowl roundup every year. Mm-hmm. Well, there's one you'll see in a second um, about that. Um, there's a loser's archive, the best print ads around the world. There's an extra R in there. It's not loser. 
Oh, okay. Lurzer, sorry. <laughs> See, I'm tongue-tied. I'm not, whatever, for whatever reason, I'm like, oh my goodness. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, this is what I was talking about. Um, mm-hmm. Super Bowl ads. This, watch all the best Super Bowl ads in history. And I can't get enough of the Super Bowl. I mean, the Super Bowl is great and all, but the ads are like hilarious. And oh, especially the uh, go, the, um, the uh, go trade commercials. Oh, that baby. Oh. I miss the old GoDaddy commercials. Oh, yeah. They're great, too. There's some ones, but... Yeah. All right. So, they're also game pressure. Um, best That's video game ads and TV commercials. And um, best ads, um, TV print, outdoor radio, <clears throat> excuse me, and interactive commercials. And number six, um, R slash, oh, this is for Reddit, excuse me, yep. um, R slash commercials, subreddit for advertisements and commercials. So that's all the, the so this will, these will be in the um, show notes on GM. What is wrong with that kid's teeth? <laughs> they look like they're somebody else's. Weird. Sorry. Scary and disturbing at the same time. Thanks, Scott. I don't like it. <laughs> I'm gonna take it. It's out now. Thank you. <laughs> I don't like it. All right. And finally, this week. Now, who doesn't love going and getting ice cream? Um, and ha- enjoying it in this nice fall time or the in some summertime. <laughs> I know where we're going. I know where we're going. <laughs> and who loves going to McDonald's to get ice cream? Nobody, because well, the machine never works. Exactly. So someone decides to has a little time on their hands to find out if any McDonald's ice cream machine is working with this web app. Rashik Zahid debuted a web app uh, this week that uses McDonald's ordering API, he reverse engineered, of course, to query every single McDonald's in the United States. According, assuming, excuse me, a store has correctly indicated that ice cream is unavailable and that its ice cream machine isn't working, it'll show up a little dot on the McBroken map. And yes, the site is called McBroken.com. So we're going to go to the Just site. <laughs> we're going to go to the site right now. If you're watching live right now, um, I'm going to go. Here we go. And I also had this bookmarked as well. <laughs> and as he has asked me, would you like to help me cover the cost of running this website? Buy me a McFlurry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's pretty funny. So we're going to check my little neck of the woods in New Jersey. And I've got two of them that are out near me. Okay. Well, we're going to go. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to dive in that one in a second. <laughs> All right. So if you're watching live, I'm showing a map or if you're listening on a video right now. And if you don't, if you're listening, please uh, subscribe, uh, join us on gncweekly.com slash live. You know, like the or go subscribe to our YouTube channel, please, and load up and hit the notification button because some of the stuff that we that we put on live video is really funny. It gets it gets me excited, gets me happy, and Scott gets me uh, <laughs> cracking up every week. So, um, 
All right. In any event, so my luck of the woods, there is now the green dots you see on your screen. These are all the ones that are not broken. If you go over into Pennsylvania, <laughs> there is um, a few that are that are not working apparently. Uh, there's one in Philadelphia that was reported 14 minutes ago. Machine is broken. <laughs> uh, let's see. We're going to zoom out here. This is fascinating. <laughs> it says Seattle has zero down. That does not seem likely. <laughs> All right. So All that's... right. Well, they're just counting Seattle, Seattle, not greater Seattle. And it looks like there are only two. That can't be right. So we're going to check Scott's neck of the woods. And, and on the peninsula, we have two, one in Clearwater and one in St. Pete. Then there was one over on Ehrlich Road in Tampa and one in Sarasota. All right, so apparently the all the green dots here, um, if you're watching live, is um, working. However, in um, St. Petersburg, reported 39 minutes ago. This is as of 9:14 p.m. So that was uh, a little after eight, a little over 8:30 or so. <laughs> Machine is broken. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I love it. Where are we at? Um, go this, back. Is the, this is the silliest thing I've ever seen, and I love it. <laughs> and like I said, I, again, I bookmarked this <laughs> as well. Um, yeah, I I saw this <laughs> the other day. I saw people start sharing this, and it makes me so happy. <sighs> the thing that's really fascinating to me is, you know, the the joke is that the machine's always broken, right? right. Well. 7% of all the machines in the country are currently down. Well, currently right now, yeah, well, 7.8% is currently broken. So it looks like, let me go, whoa, whoa, okay. Well, apparently like, in the... Looks like Boston sucks. 12.5% <laughs> of Boston is down. <laughs> right. And that, in, in fairness, that number is about to go up. Mm -hmm. Um probably in about an hour, hour and a half when they sh have to sh start shutting down to, uh, to clean the machines. <laughs> so we're going to start seeing a shutdown here shortly that this, these numbers are going to spike and I can't wait to watch it. <laughs> yeah. So definitely bookmark this. Um, definitely. This is if, uh, it's in the show notes. So I'll have a, we'll have a, we will have a link on it. that you can check out a story in a little more detail. <laughs> and like I said, this guy, God bless the man. He has way. <laughs> All right. Time on his hands. To be fair. To be fair. <laughs> I have done these types of stupid things <laughs> when I'm bored. No, that's it's like, uh... it's like, oh, okay. So obviously there's an API out there. Mm -hmm. McDonald's doesn't necessarily want me to know what it is, <laughs> but I'm going to find it. <laughs> Right. I have totally done this before. <laughs> no, that's okay. I mean, that's, I mean, again, having too much time on your hands, God, God bless you. I mean, God bless the guy that's doing it. You know, I'm, yeah, to be honest with you, I'm probably going to have to, I'm going to donate a McFlurry to him. 
<laughs> I, what the hell? I mean, because it's given good content for this episode, and you know, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that uh, when we get off here. <laughs> Definitely do that. All right, awesome. All right, that is the tech news for this week for Friday. October 23rd, 2020. Thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode. Show notes from this episode can be found at gncweekly.com. Also, be sure to check out the latest tech news and commentary from geeknewscentral.com. And be sure to tune in Mondays and Thursday evenings. Todd Cochran is back um, at gncweekly.com. Excuse me, at geeknewscentral.com. Oh, my God. At geeknewscentral.com forward slash live <laughs> for the Geek News Central podcast. And be sure to tune in and watch at gncweekly.com slash live Friday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern time. So be sure to like and subscribe to GNC WIR channel on YouTube. Please make sure to click on the bell and always select always for notifications so you will not miss the next episode. Or be sure to subscribe to this podcast or your favorite podcast app um, on uh, – or see, this is <laughs> – <laughs> I'm like tripping over every single word tonight for whatever reason. Or be sure to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast app. There. Okay. And be sure to tune in with Scott and Aaron Pelton, FI Refreshing Technology, Sunday evenings at 9 p.m. Eastern time at f5live.tv slash join us. Comments on this week's episode, especially my my speaking abilities this evening as tripping up every single word. As well as what is your favorite ice cream joint to go to? <laughs> love the, we would love to hear from them. Um, head on over to gncweekly.com slash connect. Um, you can connect via, via email, Twitter, or Facebook. I'm on at Twitter. I'm at Kirk Corliss. My favorite ice cream is Black Cherry. Scott is on Twitter at Triple T M A B O. Till the next episode of the GNC Week in Review podcast. So long. <laughs>